We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. KC Sports Network is live every day leading up to the draft. And here we are on a Tuesday evening, getting closer and closer to the annual NFL selection meeting, which is the name that is actually. Uh, And uh, we're really excited. This is our full round one mock draft. I'm here with my dear pals. First, find them on Twitter at Maddie underscore KCSN. Matthew Lane. Hello, my friend. This is awesome. I'm excited to be doing this with you guys. Yeah, I, you know. We we like the draft. Uh, we mostly focus on the Chiefs, but we're we're going full round one. We're getting all well, not all, but like twenty seven teams involved in this particular draft because not everyone has a first round pick. So this is fun. Like this is something that we don't get to do a ton. This week seems perfect, and I'm so happy that Craig Stout was able to join us. His flight from Mars got back just in time. Craig, <laughs> how you doing, pal? I am. I literally just now sat down right before the podcast started, so I'm walking right into this. I'm ready to do it. I'm excited. We're going to involve the people in this. This is going to be great. You guys are going to have some input on this rather than just sit and let us dictate it to you. You get to help decide our round one mock here. This is going to be great. Let's get this thing going. Yeah, so kind of some ground rules. We're going to make some picks. We'll have some discourse about some of these selections. And then there'll be some moments where maybe we just get the, the comment section involved in this fine thing. So um, if, you know, if we ask, you know, we might throw some polls up uh, and, and get you guys involved a little bit on some of these picks. But let's start with the first pick in the draft. And it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. And there's a lot of discourse going on right now. Some, you know, some discussion about uh, Iki Aquanu the offensive tackle out of North Carolina State, uh, Trayvon Walker out of uh, Georgia, the defensive end. So I think those are the two that we need to have a little bit of discourse over here on. I, I, I do feel like that 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 little uh, that, that little nugget is it, it seems real that, as we sit here. So, Maddie, if you had to pick between those two or are you trying to go off the rails and add a third name to the mix? No, uh, no, I think you nailed it. It's Aiden Hutchinson's out. He's old news. Yep. Uh, we're we're looking at, uh, squarely at Trevon Walker and Ike Kwanu. We have our first GM versus head coach battle of the draft uh, as the Jaguars right at number one. Who's going to win out? I end up settling with this. I don't. I don't think Doug Peterson's coming in to uh, just take a back seat to anybody. <laughs> I don't think you bring Doug Peterson in to take a back seat. You're going to pick his guy. Now, which guy's his guy? You know, go look what we did in Philadelphia. He they he liked tackles. Look at the teams he's kind of gone through. He's a big offensive line guy. 
I think he would lean Ike Aquanu. I think that's going to be the number one pick. So we've come full circle from like a month and a half ago, in my opinion. Yeah, right. we really did. You know, Evan Neal was on the board as well. I'm I'm going Icky. I'm going with Maddie here and Doug. Dim 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 dim. With the first you get pick, that after every pick. No, just feeling the first one. <laughs> uh, with the first pick in the 2022 NFL mock draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select offensive tackle Ikem Aquanu out of North Carolina State, Detroit Lions, sitting here on the clock. I think Edge is the move here. I think you have a debate between Aiden Hutchinson and Trevon Walker. Uh, I think those are the two guys that you have the discourse over Aiden to uh, uh, Aiden or uh, or Trevon Walker. Where are you going, Maddie? We, we're not putting Malik Willis here. No, <laughs> he's better than Trey Lance. So why shouldn't he go higher in a weaker QB class? He's not better than Trey Lance. Stop this. Yes, he is. Good night. The grades don't eat. Look, go look at your grades from a year ago, Matt. I didn't grade Malik Willis. Ugh. I didn't like Trey Lance either for what it's worth. Um, yeah, I, I think they're say, very similar. I like actually it. think they're very similar prospects. I'm surprised you're pushing back so hard. I think they're incredibly similar. Just one played semi-real teams. Uh, we don't need to go down this rabbit hole right now. Um, you know, from the get-go, it's been Detroit's going to love Aiden Hutchinson. I get how they like either guy. Um, I get why do you want to take a chance at Trevon Walker. I'm not going to stray. Like, it's been from the get-go. If he's there, they're taking Aiden Hutchinson. I, I wouldn't deviate from that at this point in time. Aiden Hutchinson just seems like a kneecap eater. Like, he just really does. <laughs> Love some kneecaps. The man, hard, hard-working, kneecap-eating, born-to-play in Detroit. I, I'm I'm in line with Maddie. Two for two here. All right. Do, 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 do. With the second pick in the 2022 Chiefs KCSN NFL mock draft, we're going to name it something different every single time, the Detroit Lions select Edge Aiden Hutchinson uh, out of their backyard uh in uh michigan so the houston texans are now sitting on the board and i know there's some discussion about them being a trade out candidate there's also a lot of discourse lately about maybe the cornerback position early and i gotta say i kind of like it i kind of like the idea of Derek stingley here at pick three i know like that's been some of the buzz recently mm. can't say i hate it i think it kind of is fun and I mean, like we all had that belief of him, the Derek Stingley, the player, you know, as a true freshman, he looked like a generational talent. And I mean, I still think it's in him. I don't know about you, Craig, but that's kind of how I feel. Oh, I definitely feel that way. I, I've been on the Stingley train since the freshman year when everybody jumped on the Stingley train. I just never wavered off of it. Um, the man is a really, really top shelf football player. I saw somebody say that he was the best corner to come out since Jalen Ramsey. Ooh, that's a, that's a tough one because I'd throw Okuda in there. Uh, Okuda as a prospect was very, very good, but he's in there. He's in that upper echelon. Corners are a premium position. It matters, and it matters a ton. And when you got a guy that's that good, I mean, Houston can – you, you can't really go wrong if you're Houston. You can take any of the top guys here and, and be right. Like, there's so much talent on the board. You need so much help. Take the best guy that's left in the class. Take Stingley. Any pushback, Maddie? No, nah, let's get to a, a pick that we might finally disagree on. Um, I think yeah. we're right now kind of three for three, all seeing eye to eye. We talk to each other too much, and we haven't even talked about this, really. Like, we haven't really <laughs> talked about a round one mock before now, but there, there's too much growing about them wanting a corner. And it started with Sauce Gardner, but I think Derek Stingley, since his pro day, and he's shown that he's healthy, has really started picking up. So now it's fourth pick time. 
we'll let everybody, you know, set the table and Kent's got to do his stuff. But if you're in the chat, be ready because this this is coming to you. You guys get yeah. a, you guys get final say on this pick, who the Jets go with. We might try to narrow it down to a poll, so two guys, but you guys are going to get to make the final choice. So be ready for that. Well, yeah. So we're sitting here. The, the 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 you know the Jets at pick four. They've got all kinds of options, and it's it's worth noting that they do have another pick in the top ten. So they've got the tenth pick in the draft as well. So there's there's some things to consider here. Um, there's there's some good football players on the board. You've got you know you could look at edge. You could look at you know Trayvon Walker, Kayvon Thibodeau. You could look at the tackle Evan Neal. Charles Cross, like they've got their selection. They've, they've got they've got some really interesting guys. There's some wide receivers that are getting some love there. There's a lot of different positions here on the board. Um, I think, you know, I think it's worth throwing Evan Neal's name out there. Uh, and I think it's worth, you know, throwing Trevon Walker's name out there as two potential fits. Uh, Trevon Walker's a little bit tricky, but I, let's let's throw those two names out there now. Maddie, do you have any other names you want to throw out for the New York Jets at this point? Are we out on Sauce Gardner? Like, I, I'm fine with saying they're deciding between Evan Neal. Are we out on them taking a corner? Because I know that was a buzzy pick kind of early in the process. Matt, I think okay. I'm out on them taking a corner. I, okay. I think that I think with the edge board falling the way that it is right here, they having a chance at the number two edge off the board makes sense. You know, stay stay put here and, and take the second best, or they might view him as the best pass rusher in the class. Take him here. Yeah, so I think we're I think we're split between Trayvon Walker uh and uh and uh Evan Neal here. So I just want to say this. I saw a couple Kayvon Thibodeaux show up in the chat, and I would. I think they should. It sounds like the Jets might be out on him though. Now maybe this is lying season. Maybe we're all getting duped from lying season, but uh I think it sounds like they would rather have Jermaine Johnson than Kayvon Thibodeau. A lot of trusted sources have said they're out on him. So we're gonna go Trevon Walker, Evan Neal. Evan Neal, in case they don't believe in Makai Becton, in case they don't think he's ready. Trevon Walker, if they're trying to get their version of Eric Armstead, I think that's a pretty good comp just straight across for him. So one of those two guys will let you know people vote a little bit longer here. And if I, you guys want to make a case for one person, go ahead. Well, I, I think we have a very clear consensus in the early voting enough to make the decision and make this pick. So I'm going to go ahead. Now, you guys can be surprised if you'd like. This could actually kind of be fun for you guys maybe yeah with oh. the fourth pick in the uh in the 2022 nfl chiefs uh kcsn mock draft the new york jets select edge trayvon walker out of georgia is the move mm. it's the pick by the uh by the jets so we're gonna move on just down the street from them the new york giants are sitting at pick five another team a very interesting team in this draft picking fifth and seventh uh i think man i I think this is another thing you could you could you could make a case for tackle you could make a case for edge i think evan neal makes a ton of sense here i know they also love charles cross is that because they think charles cross is off the board already and that's why they mean evan neal sorry yes if they think evan neal's already off the board and that's why they love him or do they actually love charles cross i would lean evan neal the brian dable alabama connections there he should know all about Mm. him I think that's a pretty good pairing with what they should be doing on offense, whereas Charles Cross, I think, should be a team that's trying to drop back and throw it a little bit more. So that's the way I'd lean. Again, though, I want to give some credits. Any thought to Sauce Gardner going to a Wink Martindale defense that centers around corners? Man, I I think that this is about where Sauce can come into play. I think this is probably the earliest pick that he could come into play, but I, 
I think if Evan kneels off the board, it makes it a little tougher. I think then you've got the coin flip between Charles Cross and Sauce Gardner. But with Evan Neal being on the board, I, I don't think that you can pass. Like he's the guy that you got to take in this scenario. Well, and here I'll push back. I'll also ask this: Do we think the Carolina Panthers are going to go and take a, no. uh, a cornerback? So you, mm -hmm. if you're looking at the Giants situation, you could, you know, you could have them trading back, and uh, or you know, you, or you could have the, you know, the Giants, you know, taking their corner the second, but making sure that they get their tackle. At pick five, counter so, counter, the Panthers are a prime trade up spot. Would somebody trade up to take Sauce true. Gardner if he's still available? Corner is Maybe. a position that people move up for. I think it's worth the risk. Like, don't get me. I think it's worth the risk. It's just that would be my my counter to the counter. So I we're think going it's, with Evan Neal. With, with the fifth pick. The New York Giants are selecting offensive tackle Evan Neal out of Alabama, and I think Carolina at six is very intriguing. So they're trading out. Trading I think out. They're trading out. I agree. Okay. No, I think they're trading out. And I want to throw us like, what if like, this is where we need to have the quarterback conversation, fellas. Mm -hmm. I think this is where the quarterback conversation starts. Do we think that the saints are legitimately in on going up and moving up for a tackle? Because this would be a prime opportunity for them to go ahead and get up. They there. can't get to six with the Panthers. Without you don't think they can get to six to the Panthers? I don't think the Panthers would trade with the Saints. Yeah. You think that they're going to trade uh, in division there? <laughs> That's a good I don't point. think so. That's a very right. good so, so I think you're looking at the Seahawks maybe jumping up a little bit if they want a quarterback, if they want Malik Willis to come in and be their guy, because it sounds like they're not that interested in Baker Mayfield, at least right now. They jump Atlanta. They make sure the Carolina's not taking who they want. I don't think the Washington Commanders have a ton to deal with, so I don't know if their team is trying to trade up. Like, there's not a. I know the Panthers want out, but I don't know if there's a lot of teams that want to get up to that point specifically for a quarterback. But like, if you're not going for a quarterback, I don't know what else you're going to trade that far up for. Well, so do we think that there's a trade trade out trade out here for them to find? I, I mean, I I think that they'd have to take pennies on the dollar. I don't think it's mm -hmm. the trade that they want at that point because I I think you can stay put if you're a lot of these teams and still catch guys that you want. Um, man, I just no, I I don't. The more the more I think about it, they want to, but the more I think about it, the the less confident I am that there's going to be a trade up from one of those teams, especially for a quarterback. Philly, I'm just, I'm just not sure. All right, so do Philly we would be interesting. Uh, okay, so we don't think Seattle would try to jump Atlanta to make sure they get their choice of a quarterback. I don't That's think... the one I keep coming back to because Seattle has picks. They have two early second-round picks. They have enough picks to move around, especially after Russell Wilson's trade. I don't know I... what Atlanta's doing. Nobody does, but how many more years can you sit on your hands without taking a quarterback? Like, you passed on Justin Fields last year. You passed on Mac Jones. Malik Willis has the, the tools. You know, whatever you want to say, he has the upside of the tools. Are you really going to sit out any longer and not take Malik Willis if you're Atlanta? Does Seattle even want him? Like that's where you have to kind of decide: is does Seattle, does Atlanta want a quarterback? If so, should Seattle go up and get one or not? I think Seattle. I don't think Seattle's moving up for a quarterback. I don't. Th I think. I. I don't think they're playing in this market. I think they're going to let a quarterback fall to them if they really, you know, if if he if he's there, great. But I don't think they're moving up to go get one. So. Maddie, why don't you make the decision here? Do we do we just give Carolina Charles I mean, Cross? Yeah, here? if they're not trading out, they're taking Charles Cross, I think. I, like, think, I think that's, that's the move. Bigger. All right, with the sixth pick, the Carolina Panthers mm. select Charles Cross. Maddie doesn't like this one. I <laughs> think we're we're gearing up to not have a quarterback go in the top 10, and this will be the second time in two decades. 
I think this might be the year. Second time in two decades. You know me. Look I don't I don't want to be the outlier. Malik Willis is better than Trey Lance. He went four. Well, <laughs> New York Giants at pick seven. I think we all think we're we're giving them a mod gardener. We're giving them yes. sauce gardener yeah, out of Cincinnati. Okay. I think that's a pretty easy one. I think the Giants are thrilled if they end this draft with at oh, pick man. five getting Evan Neal and Neal. Sauce Gardner. Oh, that's a great Whew. that's a great haul for them. Yeah. All right. The Atlanta Falcons sitting here at pick eight. This is the chat. I want to see a bunch of names come from the chat because I don't know what the Falcons, no one knows what the Falcons are doing. If you're here listening, th- start throwing names out because we'll get a poll at the end, but like give us some names because this is this is a wild one. Yeah, I, mean, I think, think about it. Uh, Drake London, uh, maybe you see the first wide receiver come off the board here. I mean, quarterback could come off the board here. You got, uh, man. They, they I got a think, bunch of needs too. We got I don't three think receivers they're going right away. They're all different. Oh, <laughs> everyone got a different receiver. I think that let's let's you know what? Let's do that here. Let's go receiver here. Let's go receiver here. We're seeing a lot of love for uh Garrett Wilson. We're seeing a lot of love for Drake London. And I think this, you know, this probably sounds about right. I do think one receiver does wind up in the top 10 in some capacity. I think that happens. So why don't we go Drake London versus Garrett Wilson? Uh, I, I think that's I think that's a pretty strong consensus on the top two guys. Hmm. So we'll, we'll try to throw a vote up here to give you guys the choice between Garrett Wilson and Drake London at receiver uh, for uh, you know for uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. I like quick that. case for Drake London for you guys vote. Uh, look at the offensive coordinator or head coach Arthur, Arthur Smith. Yeah, look at the who's the last small wide receiver that the Titans or the Arthur Smith used. I think Drake London makes sense. I did see some people say Kayvon Thibodeau as best player available. I agree. They also need edge rush. If you're a team, I mean, I, I don't know if Atlanta would or wouldn't do it. I have no read on that whatsoever. So, like, I think he was certainly worth being in consideration here for the Atlanta Falcons. Um, this is also the time where I would start if I were the Chiefs trying to call up and see what the asking price is to go get <laughs> Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, this is a, but uh, that that's just, yeah, I saw some Kayvon Thibodeaus. I wouldn't call it out. I would take Malik Willis if I was them, get a jump on the rest of the NFC that's really bad, get your young quarterback in there cooking earlier than everybody else. He's got all the talent. Quit waiting. You're never going to get, you're not going to keep drafting in the top five every year, Atlanta. When do you think you're getting a quarterback if you never actually take one? I think they're, I think they're sitting it out for next year. Uh, I, they pick 12. Like, what are they going to do? They're good. They're not going to pick 12. They're going to be worse next year with the eighth pick. I do have the results. We have good data on the results. The Atlanta Falcons select wide receiver Drake London out of USC. I like the move. Seattle Seahawks sitting at nine and they're every quarterback at their disposal is here. Do we want to have the conversation here? Do we? I want to have the conversation about the Oregon pass rusher that shouldn't fall out of the top 10 here. I he's from don't. Oregon, Seattle. They're right there. He's from the Pacific Northwest. Like, you know, he's close. He's I right could, there. Man, you've got a built-in fan base and everything. Like, that seems like a good business move for them. And they need pass rush, too. I'm okay with it, too. I'll be honest with you. I like the move. I genuinely, I think you're going to see quarterbacks fall. I think you're going to see quarterbacks fall. And I think you're going to see... That 10 to 20 range, I think there will be a quarterback or two that comes off the board. But I do like the idea of giving Kayvon Thibodeau to the Seattle Seahawks. Maddie, are you going to get upset at me if we do that? No, I think it's very... If they're not in on a quarterback, I think it's logical that he doesn't get past this point. I just... 
you know me, I don't like betting on the things that are extremely unlikely for no reason. And I think that's with no quarterbacks going to the top 10. I think that's what we're doing. Like this will be the second time in two decades that this happens. I think it's, as a prediction, that's an interesting take. Cause we've had worse quarterback classes where guys have gone to the top 10 in this. I think so this like, is the sec- I think this is the second worst quarterback class in the last 20 years. So that's how I, I feel. I just see, like, I think, I think we're underselling Malik Willis's high side here. If we're going to say that Trey Lance in a strong class was a QB four, or were you know worth a top five pick, and Malik Willis isn't worth. It's just that's my pushback. It's not that he has to go here. I think Thibodeau's a good pick. We should do it. I don't feel great about having a, a predictive mock draft with no trades in the top ten and Malik Willis not going. That's all. Well, I voicing under- my displeasure, Kent. I get it. I get it. I think, I think the quarterbacks are going to fall. I still think that there'll be plenty in the first round, but I think the quarterbacks are going to fall, and I think Seattle feels comfortable at trading back in for a guy at the end, so they take yeah. Kayvon Hill. Okay, so I I think, you know, there's been some discourse, and we had some discourse, I believe, at pick four about um, about Sauce Gardner going to, um, you know, going to the Jets potentially at the top of that uh, at pick four. They're sitting at ten. Both of the cornerbacks are gone. This might be another trade up op- or trade back opportunity here for the Jets as well. Like so, the Jets. This could be another intriguing one for them potentially. So who's coming up and what are they coming up for? Because Jermaine Johnson's out here on the board, and the Jets already took their edge rusher. I could see this being a scenario and someone moving up to go and try to get a pass rusher. Jermaine Johnson out of Florida State sitting here still on the board. So just an, I, I thought about Green Bay. Green Bay might be a team here that could potentially move up and go go kind of try to move up here for uh you know for for pick 10 to secure their pass rusher. Do you have any other ideas, Maddie, to throw out as potential trade-ups here for the Jets? I do the Jets trade away from essentially their choice of second wide receiver. Like if if Drake London was their wide receiver one, okay, they're trading out. But if he wasn't, or if they had a wide receiver one A B, like I think they take the receiver. That team is desperate for some receiver help. Um, but so they've like, only got one off the board at this point, right? It's but true. how far down are they going to go? Like, but that's what I'm saying is, are they going to trade down just to pick from the leftovers, or are they going right. to take their guy? That's why I said it depends on Drake London. Jamison Williams to me makes too much sense because yep. they were intrigued. And Tyreek Hill, you want a guy that's going to give you the closest thing to it. It's going to be uh, Jamison Williams. My, I'm with you guys, though. If somebody wants to come up to get a Jermaine Johnson, it would make sense. But I don't have a team in mind. We'll hold it back. We'll hold, we'll hold back on it one more. Uh, Craig, Craig, are you good with holding off on on uh, on Jermaine Johnson here? And just yeah, okay, yeah, I am. I I think that either this pick gets traded for one of the premium wide receivers before the draft in the next couple of days, or they take one of the top guys. They take a Jameson William here. I think it's a receiver to New York either way. But I with them staying put, we're just okay. Go ahead and do it. We're gonna go ahead. We're gonna go Debo Samuel comments with the with the tenth pick. The New York Jets select wide receiver Jamison Williams out of Alabama. Let's talk about the Washington Commanders at 11. Same conversation we just had. This could be another Jermaine Johnson territory in a trade-up. Washington does not have a third-round pick uh, this year. They only have six picks in this entire draft. So this is a team that probably would be willing to take some capital, and you could probably, you know, like you could probably look at Green Bay potentially as a team moving up to try to go uh you know maybe go 
secure their pass rusher. And I'm going to do the draft math here really quick, but I think pick 22 and pick 106 gets you up there absolutely perfectly. So our pick 53, sorry, 22 and 53. Green Bay is a team that's going to trade up for an older player. I, they'll take older players. They don't usually do it in the first round. So are they going to double down on that and trade up for one? I think, I think teams are going to get a little antsy here. Uh, looking at the cliff after these four edge rushers and want to go move up for one. I think cool. this makes sense to bring Jermaine Johnson into the fold for Washington. Do you have a strong, do you have a strong opinion on not doing that, Maddie? Uh, I no. I, if you have a case for green Bay coming up, then green Bay can come on up. I, I am in this weird spot where I don't know what to do with Jermaine Johnson. Honestly, I'm in a very weird spot that I don't know how much teams value him to trade up. It almost feels like he's in the car laugh this tub where teams are going to wait for him to fall. So I can buy him falling if it doesn't go defensive end, defensive end right off the very tip top. Like if your first, you know, two or three of your first picks aren't defensive ends, I can see an avenue where he falls and there's just not enough buzz around people dying to get him. So like that's where my hesitation is. I think we're with that. I'm with that. Yeah, it's it's tough because I, I think all the guys that were slam dunk, you have to trade up and make big trade ups for, I think are off the board now. And the commanders are a team that need defensive back help, need some offensive tackle help. All the good ones are off the board now. I mean, they got they got Kyle Hamilton that's still on the board. I don't know if he still goes top 10 with the way that he ran. Like there's a lot of questions about him. You know, yeah, the quarterback is here, but they did. I mean, they just traded for Carson Wentz. I know they're not that, drafting a quarterback. I know that none of us believe in Carson Wentz. Trust me, we don't believe in him at all. But they're not going to trade for Carson Wentz and then turn around and take a top ten quarterback, even though they should. But I, they're they're just in a weird spot. The stuff that they need is gone, so they are praying that somebody comes up for. I've him. seen enough Kyle Hamilton. How do we feel about Kyle Hamilton? There, they're going to get rid of. Um, Landon Collins post June 1st. They definitely need some safeties. They need someone to pair with Cam Curl. He's more than just a safety. He's a little bit of a versatile guy. Rod Rivera likes defenders. He likes guys that are these hybrid players. You can go back to Shaq Thompson with the um, Carolina Panthers. Like that seems kind of like a Washington commanders, you know, front all like the guys that run that team pick. How do we feel about a Kyle Hamilton in this spot? I like it, but I mean, Maddie, we don't have any trade-ups yet. I agree. I think Listen, I, we've heard that the, uh, Schefter put out there that not a ton of teams are wanting to trade up into the top 10 right now in this draft class. They they believe that they can catch what they need. All I right, think we missed the trade-upable players. I think we once we pass Thibodeau, we pass the players that are worth trading up for, if I'm being, if I'm being frank. Now, you have two wide receivers that play at Ohio State that I think starting here with the Vikings, and maybe we can put this to the chat. Should the Minnesota Vikings trade up? Yes or no? Or trade back? Yes or no? Let's just start there. We haven't, guys- picked, we haven't picked the commanders yet. They're getting Kyle Hamilton. I see it in the sheet, Kent. Okay. Well, I haven't announced the pick yet. <laughs> but put it, we need to put in the chat, should the Minnesota Vikings trade back? Yes or no? Because I think this is where you do start to maybe see somebody starting to come up for wide receivers. It's an analytically driven front office there in Minnesota. Do they want to trade back, recoup a couple picks? They're not taking a wide receiver. I don't think there's anybody left that jumps out that they have to have at this pick that they're afraid everybody else is going to take. So I think this is a spot that another spot that teams like actually should be trying to get up to. I would say the target would be Garrett Wilson would be my, or, or Chris Olave. 
if a team loves him, if you guys have anybody else worth targeting, you know, you can say that. With the 11th pick, the Washington Commanders select safety Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings are on the clock, and we are exploring tradebacks potentially for the Minnesota Vikings here. Uh, should they try to move back? And maybe a receiver is the move. Uh, we are getting I mean, overwhelming votes for for yes, Craig, on this. I uh, listen. This is we're in prime Jordan Davis territory, baby. Like this, <laughs> Jordan Davis could be coming off the board. They've got Dalvin Tomlinson at nose tackle here. I mean, he would make an impact in that defense. Like he he would be really good there for them. So I I don't know. I I would consider Jordan Davis at this point for the Minnesota Vikings. It makes sense. The Vikings are trading up according to our uh our poll here. So we will be having the Minnesota Vikings trade up. They back. are you trading back. I mean I mean I'm apologies. Uh who's coming up and who are they coming up for? Steelers Malik Willis getting ahead of New Orleans the New Orleans Saints. All right. I like that move, actually. I like, I like that a lot. I yep. like that. So They went we, and visited. They went to the Liberty Pro Day. They skipped pro days of teams that have multiple prospects to go watch Justin Malik Willis. The Steelers, like the Cowboys, aren't particularly good at hiding who they might be interested in, right? I'm... <laughs> okay, so yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and do that. Pittsburgh's given up 20 and 52 to move up with Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota might kick another kind of late pick back to them. Uh, but we're going to have the Pittsburgh Steelers trading up with the uh, Minnesota Vikings to go select quarterback Malik Willis out of Liberty. And this is what's interesting to me is I think, uh, I think Houston's also another prime trade back candidate as well at 13. There's a lot of talk um, that they might be another team that might want to move back. And maybe this is where an edge rusher comes in. I, I mean, we could throw this out for the chiefs. I mean, this is actually getting in a realistic scenario for the Chiefs to consider trading back too. So, do we like you want to have the Jermaine Johnson discourse about whether or not you'd move up to thirteen? I mean, oh. I would, I would, I would seriously consider this because I think you can, I think you can make the move here. You can trade twenty nine and fifty, get up to right about this spot, especially with the value of what we're hearing of some of these trades. Like, you see Jermaine Johnson hit this point. And you pull the trigger. Like I, I think that you gotta come up and take the last edge guy. He fell to a point where you're just giving up, you know, pick fifty. You're still gonna have two first round picks. You're still gonna have a natural second. Like you still got a lot of good players that you're gonna be able to add to your defense, and you get one of the top edges. I, but it, to me, it's a no brainer. But I, I let's see what the chat. Let's see what you guys say here because I, I think that. I think that this is where, if I was Brett Veach, I'd be getting real impatient so, about coming. So up. yeah, we should put out. Should the Chiefs trade up? What's Bill? I'll, I'll tell you. I'm going to tell you. Here we yeah. go. It's it's pick 29. It's pick 50. And don't vote right away, guys. I'm going to make the other case. I'm going to make the case for no after Craig did the yes. Pick 29, 50, and 135 to the Houston Texans for pick 13 to acquire Jermaine Johnson uh, in a trade up with the Houston Texans. 29, 50. 135 gets you where you need to be. So this is the first pick that I start calling about Jermaine Johnson, but I'm only taking a great deal. I'm not trading up unless I'm getting huge value back. Um, I just said it. I don't know if Jermaine Johnson's the guy that I feel great about trading up for. Like, I think he's a guy I like. I just don't know if I feel great about trading up for. So I want value if I'm going to get him. 
I get that the the edge kind of market kind of falls off a little bit after this, but I'm not doing it without good value. That's okay. where I would push back to say no. I, and I will just tell you this, Maddie. I'm looking at the early returns on this on this trade, and it's overwhelming. No. I like the call here. No, I like the call here. I think you call Houston, you see what they want. And unless it's a good deal, I think you don't do it. Now, if you get a good deal here, I'm all aboard. But Jermaine Johnson, I just don't know if he's the trade-up guy. I I feel like there's not a high enough ceiling with Jermaine Johnson to justify two top 50 picks for me. That's where I sit with it. Okay. Well, the Houston Texans are sitting on the board now. Garrett Wilson. I think I think that's right. I think you yeah, go with a receiver here. If a lot of smoke sit, from them liking him too. Garrett Wilson going to uh, the Houston Texans at pick thirteen. Uh, the Chiefs. We all thought about trading it, and you, as Brett Veach, voted very definitively to not trade up that kind of capital for uh, for Jermaine Johnson. So the Baltimore Ravens sitting here on the clock. Is this the Jordan Davis pick? Is Go. this where Jordan yes. Davis goes off? The yes, it absolutely is. He doesn't fall past this pick. You've got to trade up in front of the Ravens to get him. I there's no chance. No, it, like this this seems chalk. It really seems, does. This is a very Ravensy pick, if you ask mm-hmm. me. So I'm yeah. gonna go ahead. We're gonna move. We're gonna move on to this one because we are. Yeah. We're going slow. Pick 14. The Baltimore Ravens select defensive tackle Jordan Davis out of Georgia. Absolute monster of a human. Philadelphia Eagles with their first first round pick of the night sitting at 15 uh another interesting one here what do we got what do you think maddie uh sounds like they love trip mcduffie out of washington it sounds like that's a corner that they really like they're willing to get by the size issues so i think he's definitely a possibility here they brought back Derek barnett it's a one-year deal but I, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of smoke for them with defensive ends so i don't know if jermaine johnson's a huge target for them Maybe they see too much talent there to pass it up. But like- I, I, I actually, I sorry, I'm, I'm not trying to interrupt you. I think you can get McDuffie at 18. I, we, I think we might be overthinking this. This is probably Jermaine Johnson. This is probably got to be Jermaine Johnson. Johnson. Oh, see, I was gonna come back at the end of mine and say I think it's Chris Olave because there's no chance they get him after the Saints and the Chargers, but they can get McDuffie after them. But I think they'd go edge before they go receiver. You think so? Yes. Interesting, because. Everything I think has Jermaine, been, they're chasing receivers. I just think Jermaine Johnson's the best player on the board. And I don't think, I think, I think if Jermaine Johnson's not on the board, yeah, you have the conversation about going like an Olave, you know, McDuffie combo. But I think Jermaine Johnson sitting here is just too good a value. That's I mean, I, I don't think. think that Derek Barnett is preventing you from taking <laughs> Jermaine Johnson. I just don't. I, I don't right. think that that's stopping that. So. No, yeah. no, I agree with that. I just I don't think you hear enough about them being interested in defensive ends to think that it's definitely a better value or the move over receiver. I'm fine with it. Like I'm not not going to push back. They could go that route. It's I just, have heard I've heard edges a need for them in a lot of different places. I've seen edges mock to them. I think I think this is where Jermaine Johnson's what? slide stops. I think at 15, Jermaine Johnson, the edge out of Florida State, is the pick for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, and I mean, you know, Hey, that's, he's, I think that's really good value for them. And I think they're, I think they're excited about it. Yeah. But, and we can skip the saints pick. It's Chris Olave. We can let the chat yeah. take the chargers pick. It'll be a lot. <laughs> uh, the the saints that. picks yeah. too easy. The saints, get yeah. Chris Olave, they need receiver help. They can try and to he get makes a so tackle. much sense. Yeah. They Almost can try to get a tackle sense. next. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's really, really smart. All right, the Los Angeles Chargers, I think, is where things uh, get kind of interesting here at pick 17. You know, there's a lot of places that they could go with this. Um, what do you think? I mean, like, I, I, I'm glad Jordan Davis didn't fall to them, is my oh, initial my thought. That's my yes. initial thought, is just, just relief that Jordan Davis didn't fall to them. Um, I mean, where we do we think options, the, right? They, I mean, you could go tackle. You could go... Tackle or I mean, corner, right? I mean, they haven't been a whole lot of corners off the board. Trent McDuffie's still there. I mean, you can, yeah. you can add to that room. That would, that would be a good move, you know, especially in the AFC West with the offenses that are there. But, you know, if you're looking at tackle, who's the next best guy that's out there? You're talking Trevor Pinning here. I mean, like that's, that would be probably the next best guy. I think I personally like the value of McDuffie better than I like the value of Pinning, but I also understand protecting Justin Herbert. So I, I get it completely if they wanted to book in those two, you know, with uh, Rashawn Slater. So, yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So the Chargers cornerback rooms, J.C. Jackson, uh, Michael Davis, and Asante Samuel, who they drafted last year. Asante Samuel's penciled in as the slot. It does. What are they, is McDuffie going to take Michael Davis' spot? I thought Michael Davis was fine, fine. to good last year. Um not that I, I agree that he shouldn't stop you. Somebody like Michael Davis maybe doesn't let you take off, you know, somebody like McDuffie. But if you're a team that runs a lot of this zone stuff, you usually want a little bit more side size. They have the slot corner already with Asante Samuel. I, I don't know. I would almost lean towards you could sell me more on a Kyir Elam, I think, for this defensive mm. scheme than you might be able to sell me for somebody like uh, McDuffie. Let's let's you know what let's mix things up a little bit just because we need a few surprises in this draft and Kyrie a lot Elam of goes, pinnings in the chat. I, this was the ch is it the chat's pick or our pick? We can I think let it's the, the chat's pick. Let's give the, the chat, chat let's give it to. I mean, if we're seeing a lot, let's maybe not do this poll, but we'll just give them Trevor Penning. Yeah, there's I a lot of pinning in there. Well, I, I think, I, I think if the Chargers could 
never start Storm Norton or Trey Pipkins again, they would absolutely take a pick to make sure that that never happens again. Which would mean if the Chargers at 17 do take Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa, that does leave Trent McDuffie available to the Philadelphia Eagles mm-hmm. at pick 18. And they're probably pretty happy with this selection. Uh, the Vikings so tri- are punching air right now. They were hoping <laughs> they were hoping to get him. They were hoping that yeah. he's, I mean, he's going to yeah. fall. I, I would think so. I think they. I think it's another person they. Yeah, just generally like too. Same thing. You're dealing with a coaching staff from that same tree. They would be willing, or not the Philadelphia Eagles tree, but like a coaching staff tree that will use undersized corners. They would be very willing to take McDuffie if he was there, which he's not. All right. What do we think about the New Orleans Saints here? There's not really great tackle value sitting here. Oh, buddy, <laughs> Tyler Smith. <laughs> I know. You give me that look. There's surprises every year. The Saints very clearly traded up to get two picks. We don't have them going to get a quarterback. What else did they get two picks for this year? There's somebody else they wanted in this draft class that they thought would be available in this range. If we don't have them trading up and just sitting here idly, you know, looking at the board, then they should have never made this trade, right? Like, I mean, it makes no sense. They have a plan. I think it's got to be another tackle. They have to replace Taron Armstead. You know, I think they have a, their swing tackle is good enough to buy some time while Tyler Smith learns. It's just, that's just the guy out there that I want to throw out there. I just, he's going in round one. This would definitely be early. It's just, there's going to be surprises and the Saints had to have a plan. So I just don't know who else their plan could be if it's not trading up for a quarterback. They need a left tackle. They got to have a left tackle, period. They got to walk away from this draft with a left tackle. Yeah, I know that they're building for the future and that they're going to be selecting a quarterback in the future, but man solidify that offensive line they've done a really good job of building their offensive line over the years and then putting the quarterback behind it you know and living with it i i think that it might make some sense for i you know tyler smith or raymond from uh from central michigan could be a guy as well i just think that tyler smith fits their mold a little bit better than raymond does so i and I would, much younger and much younger i would agree with maddie uh, I like it. All right, we'll go with Tyler Smith. With the all staff too, they coach up offensive linemen pretty well. I just, I, 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 I like it. I like it. Nineteen the Orleans Saints select. Yeah, let's let's throw a few surprises in there, huh? I like it. Uh, Oh, somebody, I want to answer. Somebody asked, they don't go QB here. Um, I thought about it. I did, but without Willis, we don't really seem to have a lot of pressure for the quarterbacks going. I, I don't know what they're their exact move would be. Are they taking Matt Corral here? I know that's the easy connection that everybody takes to the Saints, but this seems really early for Matt Corral. That seems like a draft day trade to go get him, not done way in advance. Like that's my only pushback. I don't know what quarterback left fits what they do. It isn't Kenny Pickett. I don't think they I don't think they is take your, Kenny Pickett. Is it your boy Desmond Ritter? I don't think they operate that way. I think he needs to go to a, a, a heavy run team with play action. Don't worry. I got a Desmond Ritter spot coming up a little later too. So. I think I know where you're going with Desmond Ritter too. <laughs> Check the comp in the KCSN draft guide. If you have it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Okay. Well, yeah. Actually you should, you should, if you are watching this, thank you so much. <laughs> we would love you to purchase the KCSN draft guide. It's 1299. There's a link in the description of this show. And, uh, it has all all the guys that we've talked about so far write ups on how they would fit the Chiefs uh, specifically. Although I mean I don't think Derek Stingley's falling to the Chiefs, but we have two hundred twenty five write ups on prospects and how they fit the Chiefs. So uh, yeah, I would check that out. 
Uh, There's a link in the description of this show. Minnesota Vikings sitting here at pick 20. They traded back a little bit. Um, I mean, cornerback, you know, I think you could, you could make an argument. Um, what else? I mean, I don't, I, I, mean, I don't know. Corner do makes think? sense. McDuffie is still on the board. I know I keep trying to no, slot McDuffie's McDuffie off in. the board. He went to McDuffie's the Eagles. Off the board. Oh, that's right. He went to the Eagles. I'm sorry. I forgot that McDuffie went to the Eagles mm-hmm. there, man. At that point, like you're talking Kyrie Elam, um, I don't love that. I, I I don't know if that's a little bit too early for him. I, the Vikings the Vikings really didn't get what they wanted out of this trade. I, I guess George Karloftis is still here. Uh, they do need a little pass rush help. He could be, you know, this could be where he starts getting introduced into it. Um, maybe Andrew Booth. Maybe maybe you see him start to slot in here. They've not been particularly shy with injuries or anything like that um i i don't know who do you guys think do we want to put this one to a poll i mean this is going to be a difficult one this is so, gonna, i think this could be a fun yeah. one to put to a poll i think this you gotta could be find, a really fun one. you gotta find two players though that's that's yeah. the trick is like right. we can't how do we limit this to two players i mean we could go i think you could go um because they signed we, they signed zadarius smith they, they kept did. Daniil Hunter around. And mm-hmm. is Devontae Wyatt a sneaky need? Do they they've been chasing interior pass rush for a long time? You're coming from the Rams that have some interior guys. Devontae well, Wyatt's the only defensive t- other defensive tackle that gets round one buzz. Travis Jones, I see in the chats another possibility if they want a bigger guy. This seems a little early for Travis Jones to me, though, just based on what we've heard. What about safety? Harris I mean, Smith's a little older. He is. He is. Is this where you start maybe seeing uh, Lewis Seen come in? I, I I think that I think that Devontae White makes a lot of sense. I mean, Wider Booth in a poll? Is that Wider Booth in a poll? I like that. Let's do. I let's like do Devontae Booth. Wyatt or Andrew Booth Jr. in a poll for uh for let for the people decide. Yeah, let, let the people yeah. pick. Will the Vikings overlook Andrew Booth's injury concerns because corners their biggest need or will they flip and maybe go for Devontae Wyatt, get some interior pass rush and the ability to play the run like you know Devontae Wyatt's not just like a one trick guy there for the interior or will you get Devontae Wyatt in there to help out Zadarius Smith to help out Daniel Hunter as they go? So, you know, you guys can just tell us in the chat right now. The poll might be coming up here in a second, or you can tell us. I'm seeing a couple. Somebody saying no edge or CB Linderbaum in play. What are they going to do with Bradbury? How are you going to play two 280-pound yeah. offensive centers on the <laughs> interior? Bradbury already – good Lord. Bradbury already gets bossed around. All right, the pick is in. Oh. I've, I've seen enough. Have you seen enough? Yeah, the the math just doesn't make you know it, it just it works very quickly with these polls. Trade back see. again, that would have been an option. We we could Maybe. have explored that, but I like the I like the vote here. I with think that the, was a good one. With the twentieth pick, the Minnesota Vikings select interior defensive lineman Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia. Okay, mm. thank goodness. New England Patriots love to trade back, boys. They love to trade back. And the Green Bay Packers are sitting here with two picks before the Kansas City Chiefs select. Ooh, this feels like another poll, Bruin. I think this might be where the Chiefs need to move up to go grab George Karloftis, the edge, out of mm. Purdue. And you're, not, you're not buying the new hype that he's already fallen to the round two. I am not. 
Okay. I and honestly, with as much draft capital as the Chiefs have, they have a lot, and we've just and kind of sat in our hands. As big of a as big of a need as they have here at 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 edge, I think you go to make sure that you secure your edge. So you could give you could give twenty. You take twenty nine. You take pick ninety four. And you take uh you could take uh pick. 135 29 94 and 135 to move up ahead of the green bay packers to take george karloftis i think three picks in the top 135 for george i don't love that i don't love that personally this is the range where i fit this is the range where i also put for karloftis fish for a great deal and i don't know if that's a great deal i feel very hesitant to pay up to price for karloftis in this spot so um the vote is up and available okay i'm not gonna vote so i can't even see the results i'll just let you tell me i think it's a little (laughs) too much for what i feel comfortable with for carloft this is incredible same Uh, thing with jermaine johnson is it 100 percent? is it 100 percent? no for the (laughs) chiefs trading up for george carloftis but i think we need somebody to trade up for george carloftis here so you think so we have one trade right now, Matthew. I agree, but it is Carl. This is the same thing with Jermaine Johnson. Is Karloftis worth trading up for? I think like, some teams might be willing to back up to. Is if he's worth trading up for? I'm looking at the Patriots, and I'm looking at two guys that just scream New England Patriots to me. Okay, Lewis seen because of his football IQ and his ability to play everywhere, and Bill Belichick loves collecting corners or defensive backs. I mean, or linebacker. Whether you want to pick Devin Lloyd or Quay Walker, <laughs> a long, big linebacker to play in the middle of that team like i'm looking at the patriots specifically i know they like to trade back but like those two guys both out of georgia i know if you're gonna use quay walker they scream bill belichicky into me i mean devin lloyd does a little bit as well like i I would get it i know i know how you feel about him but i you know i would i would get devin lloyd here their linebacker room is not great and bill loves him some linebackers he's got some reclamation projects on there it's just not super awesome so i could see them investing in that position i can also see them investing in c i really i really could lewis seen you know it, it kind of reminds me of you know it, it, a lot of the smart safeties the smart second level guys that they've drafted he just kind of fits you know he's got the football in him so i i could see bill falling completely in love with Lewis scene and everything he did for Kirby smarts defense. All right. Well, let's just make a pick then <laughs> Lewis scene. I like it. Let's go safety. Okay. Lewis scene to Georgia back to back Georgia Bulldogs going and the new England Patriots get a, a quintessential uh, Patriot. He, uh, Lewis scene is, I, I agree. He is very Patriotist. Boy, the Patriots roster is rough. <laughs> it's it is. Have you, it's I mean, not good. Yeah, I mean, it's probably like Jaquan Brisker or something instead because Bill overdrafts everybody. Uh, Green Bay Packers, I think this is, I mean, I think Karloftis is going. I think this is where Karloftis goes. I think they sit and wait at receiver. There's some, you know, potential guys there, but I think, I think, I think they'd rather prioritize the edge position. They're going to get a young guy with, you know, a lot of explosive linear explosive ability. I think this is where George Karloftis is going, guys. Um, I'm taking I'm taking it here. I think what, so. I think I think so. 
I know Maddie wants to slow it no. down and have us okay. argue I don't for five so. minutes no. about receiver. No, no, we can pick up, put him in there. I just don't think so. I think you, I think you're overvaluing Carl off this little bit by saying he's the clear cut best player left still. He's not. I don't, the, no, he's not. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think the NFL left. agrees that a very stiff guy who's been iffy versus the run is a round one at round one worthy edge. So like I, I think he's like every other edge they've ever draft or ever acquired. Like these big stiff. I mean, I this is. I mean, Zadarius Smith. I mean, I think that's exactly what he is. So I think they go grab George Karloff this year. Uh, Arizona Cardinals trade back is this another team looking to trade back a little bit potentially who do you like here for them i'll let you work in a trade because i know you want to get one in because i think there's a guy here that they probably wouldn't pass on is but, it Kyrie well, Elam? no Ooh, we're protecting kyler murray we got to make kyler murray happy kyler oh, murray yeah. is very angry right now we're saving that man's life I think it's Zion, Zion Johnson. Johnson. I think Zion is Zion Johnson's here. I think it's it, it, it's very unsexy, but it's a very easy pick for them. But I would be willing to listen to a trade offer that you have here. Um, I just I I, I wonder if like maybe this is maybe the Detroit Lions love Desmond Ritter. Maybe this is where the the Detroit Lions move up a little bit to just make sure that they're getting out ahead of some teams to try to make sure that yeah. they secure their quarterback. Um, I have another team I like that uh, potentially do that. And maybe I, I could see a couple, couple teams trying to get back into, uh, you know, or trying to get back into the second or into the end of the first round. I think there's some teams here that maybe the back end of the first round gets a little wild with quarterbacks. So, like, I think Kenny Pickett and Desmond Ritter could fall off the board here. So, I could see a team coming up and moving up for, uh, for let's, let's, let's call it Desmond Ritter. Let's, let's say it's Seattle. Moving up for Desmond Ritter. What do you think about that, Maddie? Well, they're not going to trade with the divisional rival. Oh, that's this right. Arizona. They, so they the other team's going to have to do it. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. If, you're, if you were if you were having Ritter come off the board here, this is the trade up for it. I I'm fine with Zion Johnson. Zion Johnson is a round one player. He's got to right. slot in somewhere. I All mean, right. if it's not. And here's the other part of this: I, if he doesn't get taken here, I think Dallas takes him. In the very That's, next, pick. yeah, they, they right. need some offensive line help. You're right. So mm-hmm. I think that he's coming off the board there. That's good. So I, it makes sense. All right, Zion Johnson, pick twenty three, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, okay, Dallas Cowboys now sitting here. This could I don't know they, they don't really trade back very often. They I mean, a, Tyler, tra- Tyler Linderbaum also fits another round one player who would fit on the interior of that. I could see that Kenyon Green. I think fits Kenyon as well Green. if you're if you. Tyler yes. Linderbaum, if looking for a little bit more athletic, get out in space. Not like Kenyon Green's a bad athlete. Kenyon Green's mm-hmm. a lot more power to play guard, not All center. Right. Linderbaum's only center. Green's probably guard, some versatility. Traylon Burks is the other guy. Um, Jerry Jones loves Arkansas. He's got you know his weird Arkansas mm-hmm. thing going on. Traylon Burks is the guy they have been talked about replacing Amari Cooper. I think this is a. I think this is a, a chat pick. So yeah, vote him Do up. Want to make it. Can you Burks? Yeah, Burks versus tra- versus Green. I think that's a good one to kind of put in the chat I like there. It. I like that too. And I, I don't like think it. that they can really go wrong with that. I think either yeah. one of those picks a good one for them, and that's yeah. getting good value at either one. Yeah, and that was my thing with Zion Johnson. Is like I, I think for you know there's specific things. If you need a guy that needs to come in right away and be a good good player on your offensive line, Zion's probably 
the guy, but Kenyon Green's upside is higher. So if mm-hmm. you have, you know, other guys around him, I think he makes a lot of sense. Like I just, I get why Kenyon Green, especially with his versatility, would fit more for Dallas. Traylon Burks makes sense too. So like that's why I want to put it to those two. I think that's I think that's good. Uh, I'm waiting for some results to come in. It does look like the pick uh, is going to be wide receiver Traylon Burks. I get it. I get it. I do. That's the closest vote we've had though that's yet, right? Of, uh, out of Arkansas. That's the closest vote. I yeah, that was had. actually that one was actually that was actually pretty close. It was 60-40. Like some of these have been very lopsided. <laughs> All right, the Buffalo Bills are trading out. We need to get some more trade outs to try to be a little bit more realistic here. The Buffalo Bills are trading out because they're drafting Brees Hall. They're yeah. drafting Brees Hall in the second round. Can Seattle come <laughs> get Desmond Ritter now just so I we think, can move yes. on? We're gonna have yes. Seattle coming and getting Desmond Riddle, Desmond Ritter before the Titans. Before the Titans, which was our joke. Which is where we thought, hey, you know, uh, it wasn't a joke for Batty. <laughs> um, but this is where the Seattle Seahawks uh, go and get their quarterback, Desmond Ritter. Um, the 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 Bills are going to go take, yeah, the Bills are going to take Brees Hall. Like, I think that buzz is just way too real. And I get it. Like, Brees Hall is a good football player, and, like, they feel like they're really close. Um, I And then Brees Hall probably works out pretty well there, I think, which is scary. But this is where Seattle goes up and gets their quarterback. They're leveraging some of their draft capital that they have at their disposal. Ooh. Man, what? they get Kayvon Thibodeau and Desmond Ritter in the first round. Like, that's a good draft for Seattle. That's a good draft. Mm. And the Chiefs just sat on their hands and then it go trade up for Kayvon Thibodeau. Tisk, tisk. <laughs> hey, we tried, didn't we? No, not for Thibodeau. I would have I would have persuaded the people to vote yes. Oh yeah, we could have get we could have gone we could have gone nine uh, twenty nine and thirty to get up to nine for for mm-hmm. uh, for Thibodeau. Shoulda, Tennessee shoulda. Tennessee Titans at twenty six now and uh, man I don't know they're an enigma <laughs> they really are I mean Bernard Raymond uh, get a right tackle they they could maybe enter into the offensive line equation here. Um, I don't know. They, do you think do you they think lost, they're another trade out candidate? Do you think that maybe there's maybe, another team? Maybe they lost Roger Saffold. Uh their center everything around the run game. Would they go for Kenyon Green now? That Ooh. powerful interior guy to lead out for Derrick Henry. They got to replace Saffold at left guard. It's somebody right now named Aaron Brewer that is slated to be the starter. Yeah. Um that that would be my player that I have for them. But I'm okay with exploring a trade-out opportunity, too, if you have you know a good one in mind for a player to come up to get. You know, honestly, though, if I'm sitting here, I think Kenyon Green, they just they pull the trigger. I don't think they're getting cute. I think you're right. I, don't, I think they would just pull the trigger on Kenyon Green here because they're not getting him if they trade out. Yeah. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, they're, they're mad. One. They wanted Lewis Seen or Devontae yeah. Wyatt. They got neither. Yeah, that's true. I Dax- mean, I, Daxton man. Hill. Daxton uh-huh. Hill would make some sense. I think he. I think he would play pretty well in that secondary. Um, you know, I, they're they're a tough one for me uh, a little bit. You know, they're missing out on some of that. Do they do they try and stack edge rusher or, or do they trade back like Arnold Ebiketti here? Maybe. Um, <laughs> I've, uh, I've heard Trey McBride is a name that they might be interested in, a guy that can Trey play McBride early, early at tight end. That would uh, be yeah, interesting. It comes mm-hmm. from people that cover their team, have mentioned his name as just somebody that they would be interested in. 
But I think if that's the route you go, I do think you trade back. So if you're sitting here and you're Tampa, I think you get ahead of Green Bay and Kansas City and the trade back line. You trade back from an earlier spot. You see if somebody wants Kenny Pickett. Yeah, and yeah. I think you know. Let's 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 look at this. Let's have some discourse. Who might want to go? While, while you're having that discourse, I do want to mention the chat has thrown it out there a couple of times. David Ojabo makes some sense here. They don't have an immediate need at can pass Tampa rusher. afford to waste a year for Tom Brady? Will that's, Tom Brady I mean, allow I, them no, to waste true. a year? You're right. That's what you're I'd be worried about. Right. Yeah. I think this is Tom's last year there. I think the trade up makes sense here. Um, and I do think Kenny Pickett, you know, like I, I think Kenny Pickett could be a could be a, a name here that you look at. Uh, we've already got Pittsburgh. We've already got Seattle taking their quarterbacks. I'm trying to think maybe Kyler maybe, Gordon, Andrew Booth. They always they Todd Bowles collects defensive backs. Um, that's why Dak still also makes sense. I'm, I have I think, just heard. No, more, I, yeah, I, I think you trade up. I think you I think you get a quarterback coming. I think okay, you get a so quarterback coming here. Ooh, we're deadlocked at 50 50, though. Like this is up. Oh, do the Bucks Ooh. trade back? Oh, this is interesting. Let's see here. We are at no 52-48. Oh, okay. Right. So they're staying pick. They're picking. They're, they're picking, picking here. Okay. All so right. the Tampa I Bay. I see so, somebody saying Travis Jones, and I get Travis Jones. The problem is, not the problem, but it sounds like they want more of a three-tech to pair with Vita Vea. And while Travis Jones would give them some crazy size with some explosive ability in there with Vita Vea, it sounds like they are leaning towards more of a three-tech type. So I would, I guess, insert Perrion Winfrey. I just haven't heard his name with them as either. of this point in time. You know, it wouldn't, I think this is one of those, like, we don't love the picks, the options here. And I think it'd be kind of fun to throw another fun name out there. Like, like a, like a Perrion Winfrey, <laughs> like, you know, like this is this, this might be one of those crazy season picks that you just don't, you don't really anticipate. I mean, yeah, we got Logan Halls in the chat as well. Another player that does have some first-round buzz that could play three-tech for them a little bit, you know, offer some inside-outside versatility to them. I I could see Logan Hall as well. I think Such we've heard his one. name early let's, enough. You know, I, I don't I don't hate the Logan Hall idea. I, I let's let's do that. Let's go ahead and let's just let's get off. Let's go, let's go Logan Hall. Interior just defensive. Crush line. my surprise Chiefs pick. Sad. <laughs> oh no. Well, um, you know what? The, the draft is about being disappointed. The Green Bay Packers are taking That's a lot of That's what this draft here, is right? shaping up to be. I know. The Green Bay Packers are taking a receiver here, right? Yes, they are. They have um, to take a receiver here. I think they are. Jackson Hill. No. Jackson Hill? My guess. That's my guess. No. I think that they'd take Jahan Dotson before they take Daxton Hill. I think they need receiving they don't draft littles. weapons. Oh, I know they don't draft littles, but listen, Jahan Dotson, I I know, I, I get it. <laughs> but listen, he's he has a ton of round buzz or round one buzz right now. Like he's he's I don't know. I I I like I like the fit. I do. I like the fit a little bit. George Pickens would be a big fit here. We've just heard so much about him falling out of the first round right now. Like I would slot him in right here and now if we hadn't heard everything indicating that he might fall out of the first round so i'm looking for the next guy now if, if the board fell like this i do think that the that the packers might just think about daxton hill though to maddie's point like they might just say you know what we're gonna sit here we're gonna wait and we're gonna see you know we that that cliff has happened 
we're you know i know we pick at 53 and we're probably gonna have to move up from 53 to go get our receiver but like i could actually see to maddie's point maybe you just take the best player are they gonna miss out on every wide receiver serious they're they're gonna miss out on every i mean that is a very green bay thing to do don't get me wrong it is it would definitely okay but here's the thing green bay wide receivers are different right like alec pierce jalen tolbert those are green bay wide receivers who's to say they're missing out on them at 52 like, sure. Yeah. This could also be a, a Christian point. Watson. It that could. would be a Green Bay I, wide receiver I'm thinking, as well. That's the one I'm thinking about. Ugh. And you know what? For crazy season purposes, I don't hate the idea of throwing Christian Watson's name out here. What do you think? Let's do it. Let's go Christian Watson. North Dakota ties. Green Bay. I mean, North local Dakota boy. State wide receiver Christian Watson with the 29th, 28th pick. And... The Kansas City Chiefs. All right, open are up the polls. The clock. Yep, it's poll time. Yikes! Everybody, who we got Yikes. here? We got we got Daxton Hill that yeah. is still on the board. He would make some sense. Mm-hmm. Um, got Jahan Dotson. Whole lot of round one buzz about Jahan Dotson. You've seen plenty of people throw him to the Chiefs. Boy Mafe, a lot of Chiefs smoke. Kyler Gordon, a lot of round one and a lot of Chiefs smoke. Like there's players that the Chiefs routinely mocked here. It not great, not a great look, but they have guys that you know come in and would play for the team for sure. All right, okay. so we can oh, we can Craig. do up to four in the poll. So let's let's pick because this is the Chiefs pick. Let's give the people four here. Who are the top four options that we think? At this solution, we just threw out a whole bunch of names. All right, I'll throw. I'll Daxon Hill's a lock. Okay. Um, I'm gonna throw David Ojabo's name. We're seeing a lot of David Ojabo here. Okay. Um, we we are, think the Chiefs would really take a David Ojabo. I don't think so. I think that I think that the injury stuff. I, I'm and trying the fact to stay that away from. Can't play the run. I and I think that <laughs> I just think that the Chiefs are are just off on injuries, just in general. It's why I, I haven't said Andrew Booth. I would agree. I would I would put major hesitancy on guys that are injured, especially if they come with other qualms as well. Yeah. So, that's right, George so, Pickens as well. Yes, so, unfortunately. So we're kicking we're kicking Pickens out. And Booth. And Booth. And Ojabo. We're gonna and make Ojabo. it mad. It's just guys this that we is, love. We love yeah, them. We like them all. We would all take yeah. them, but we're trying to be predictive here. Daxton Hill, Kyler Gordon. Boy Mafia, I think, has to be in there and then yeah. take the last. And then Jahan Dotson, Ky- right? Kyrie or... Elam. Oh, yeah. Kyrie Elam. I mean, yeah. I think okay, all defensive guys first. And the next one, we can do some receivers, I guess. Is the I like let's that. Go. Yeah, let's do that. So we'll go Daxton, Kyrie, and uh, Daxton, Kyler Kyrie, Gordon. and Kyler Gordon, and Boy Mafia. And Boy Mafia. All right. Yeah. Cool. Man. We're going to go. We're going to, we're going to go there. And we're gonna set that poll up, and we're gonna ask if you uh, do the who do the Chiefs take at twenty nine? Daxton Hill, Kyler Gordon, Boye Mafe, or Kyer Elam? That man, is people your people are gonna riot that George Pickens and David Ojabo and Andrew Booth are all on the board. We're passing, and I I agree. <laughs> I, we're yeah, trying be, we're trying to be predictive here though, and I just I, I'm with you guys. I don't know if guys that don't have clean profiles outside of an injury are the guys they go for. Um. I've have, seen a lot of Arnold Ebiketti. He's so tiny. Like, I would, again, I would take him, but is Steve Spagnuolo going to play a 245 pound edge rusher? Yeah. We have a pretty established winner here. 
Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm sure it's Daxon Hill. With the 29th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. The Kansas City Chiefs select Daxton Hill, the safety out of Michigan. A, I mean, this is a versatile chess piece. This is like a guy that has, can operate in the slot. I mean, like this is a this is a guy that that actually does fit really well. Very good football player, great instincts. Chiefs fans will love him uh, if he is the pick. Um, Slot so, him into the Badger roll. Slot him into the yep. Badger roll and let him grow. Okay, yep. so I think I want to. We want to ask one more poll really quick here before we give some names. Do the Chiefs go offense or defense next? How about that? Okay, yeah. You guys can tell us offense or defense. I'm going to say this because I saw it. I saw it earlier too. Uh, I don't think the Chiefs can trade out of here. There's no one worth trading up for. The right. once Kenny Pickett went, I don't, I don't know well, if there's a trade it. out spot. Kenny Kenny Pickett did not go. Oh, we thought about, about having about Kenny it. Pickett go. Ooh, okay. I think and you would try to see if you could trade back and just collect worse players for a team. <laughs> Uh, I think you'd have to think about it. And I know people are going to want to. So since we didn't have Kenny Pickett go, there is a guy worth coming up for. Do they trade back from the spot? It's not. But, I, yeah, I think, I think the farthest, I think you're going all the way back to 43. Ooh, that's a long yeah. way down. That's that Atlanta. a long ways down. I don't think the Colts are doing it. Seattle already got there. Chicago's not doing it. jets, Houston, giants, Detroit, Jacksonville. I don't think any of them are doing it. Um, so I yeah think, okay you, you might be right there's not a team that's really wanting so are you willing to go down that far all right so uh we asked if the chiefs go chiefs go offense or defense at number 30 and it's a yes or no poll um so tucker can you just put that back can you just try that can you try that again i love it this is tucker you're doing a great job buddy you are it. you're doing so great that was i mean people are having fun with it so <laughs> I voted no just because I wanted to. <laughs> I guess no was for a trade back. And- it was offense or defense. Do they go offense or defense? Is the is the question. So just we're gonna pick offense or defense really quick. We're gonna run a poll. Um, it was sixty three percent yes, Kent. Um, I don't know what that means. I think that means they picked there. I well, yeah, we, we put not trade. Right, there we go. Do the Chiefs go offense or defense? The poll is now available. This is awesome. <laughs> Um, I am very fascinated to see what the, uh, what the decision is here. I mean, um, this, this reminds me a little bit of the Jordan love scenario where the, uh, the teams that were willing to trade up and the teams that the chiefs were willing to go back for like made the move already. Yeah. Unfortunately, like Seattle's the one there. Seattle is right. what you're hoping for. So yeah, with that being said, I don't want to trade all the way back to 43. The chiefs have I don't 50 either. still. Like, it, like it doesn't make any sense to me to trade back and, to forty three. It just doesn't. And thanks to everybody watching right now. If you haven't had a chance, the KCSN draft guide is uh, is still available to download. You can get it right before the draft. It's like three hundred pages of chief specific draft content. So you're gonna get write ups on all the players we've talked about and more. Two hundred twenty five of them. So um, there's a link in the description. All of you watching, please feel free to purchase that because uh, it's it's supporting what we're doing here at KCSN. We're going defense, boys. The decision has been made. The defense. And I'll be honest with you. I think that's very realistic. I think that is extremely realistic. So now we're sitting here with Kyer Elam. We're sitting here with Boye Mafe. We're sitting here with Kyler Gordon, right? I mean, do we want to throw... I think there's zero chance the Chiefs take a slot corner and then draft another corner in round one. I know. Yeah, Yeah, I think we can take... I'm just going off the guys we just... 
So Boy Mafe and Drake Jackson, Travis Jones. Logan Hall still on the board, correct? No, no Logan Hall's off the board. No, we took him off the he board. He was a surprise yeah. guy. I was going to throw in there. It's like you're looking at the D tackle. You're looking at Boy Mafe. I I want to say I would include Arnold Ebiketti. I just don't know if the Chiefs will take him. I don't know if I feel like going out on the limb the Chiefs would take Arnold Ebiketti at 200, sub 250 pound defensive end. I hope no. they do. I just don't know if I'm willing to say so. I don't either. And you saw the discourse that they were having about, you know, Brett Veach, his press conference had the discourse about 34 edge edge rushers. And how you know, do you play them? Where do you do? How them? do you play them? Like, do you yeah. build? Do you adjust? You know, the, the debates mm-hmm. they're having in the building are the debates you're having right now. So um, let's go ahead and let's go with, uh, we say Boye Mafe, Travis Jones. Do you want to give them another option? Drake Jackson, I think, should be in there. If Boy right. Moffey's in there, Drake Jackson should be in there. And Boy Moffey. Boy Moffey, um, Drake Jackson, and... Travis Jones. And Travis the best Jones. I got. I'll, I'm looking through the comments now. If somebody's got another one that's going to jump out. I see a couple Pascals. Um, whoo, Not that First early. round Pascal would be a hard... I mean, or first round Cam Thomas would be a hard one for me to to, to, to take. That That's a yeah. pretty tough pill to swallow. Then All right, we, we got the we, pull up. We have the poll up, and I'll be honest with you, I'm 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 whelmed. Um, You're by, whelmed. I'm very whelmed by the options here, but at the same time, I think this. You Can got, we I mean, change the offense? <laughs> <laughs> what a great. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it, to his point, the value is probably better at offense. Um, I mean, you oh, yeah. it's, it's definitely better at offense, but I I think you know this is this is the things you gotta gotta look at here. Um. You, maybe you look at a receiver. I mean, you could. I, I'd rather have Sky Moore, I think, than all of these guys. Um, I would. I'd rather votes. We got a lot of votes. We have. We have a decision. You guys ready for oh. this decision? This is kind of fun one. I actually like this one a little bit though. Um, I'm not going to be too beat up about it, but I'm going to be pretty whelmed. And it's it's getting a little tighter, but I think we have to make a decision here with the 30th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. The Kansas City Chiefs select. Defensive tackle Travis Jones out of UConn. Woo, Maddie Jones and Jones on the interior, baby. Maddie, if the Chiefs end, if the Chiefs end Friday Thursday night, and it's Daxton Hill and Travis Jones, how are you feeling? Wholly unexcited. Um, not upset. I don't think because they're two good players that are going to make the team better. Uh oh, are you okay, Craig? I'm fine. I'm just that's fine. That's how everybody. that's what we'll be doing if this is what the Chiefs do, I guess, at the uh at the Kingdom Bar and Grill when we're live for every minute of the NFL draft. We'll be breaking things apparently. Um, but no, I would just be I'd be unexcited, right? Like it's not a bad draft. Getting Daxton Hill, who can play in the slot and be good from the get-go, getting Travis Jones, who's gonna take over as your nose tackle, maybe be the centerpiece of your interior defensive line for the future. It's a fine draft. You're getting a solid B out of it it's just nothing leaves me excited i don't think daxon hill's a playmaker i don't think that travis jones is a playmaker you just had two round one picks and you didn't get a single playmaker out of it that's my yeah. concern yeah i mean your, your floor is high both of those are high floor players and i like both of those players plenty but you didn't get a swing like you didn't take the big swing i like travis jones a lot I think that athletic nose tackles are going to help change 
the way that Steve Spagnuolo plays the defense. Like I'm excited schematically about what they just added, but I'm not excited about it from a, Hey, we're going to be able to line this guy up and he's going to be able to beat anybody we want. And, you know, like here's our matchup dominator and everything like that. Like neither one of those guys is that. So yeah, I am a little bit whelmed by that, but I, I can't hate it. I get it. I understand the schematic of those two guys and adding those two guys. I want them to trade up in round two to try and get a receiver like that. That's the reaction. That's what I'm walking away from round one with. It's like, I need to see who they're willing to trade up for to get that wide receiver. If you're willing to take two high floor players here, take a big gamble early in round two to help complete it because you gave yourself a good floor of the draft by taking these two guys. Yeah, I you're I I think, you know, this this can kind of be a good exercise too to be whelmed mm-hmm. honestly because you know, we hear the same names over and over again. So sometimes getting to hear something that you're not thrilled with isn't necessarily bad. Uh I'm whelmed. These are good football players that they got though. And so it's kind of one of those things where I'm not going to be too beat up when it's all said and done, but it's definitely like I would have been hoping for better, you know? And I think that's the thing with mock drafts these days is everybody's always hoping for better. So um, that's kind of where we sit. Let's just knock this thing out real quick. Cincinnati Bengals. I want to give them a kicker because I hate them now. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, don't give him punt God. He's too good of a player. Yeah, He's not getting a raise. Kyrie Elam and just move on. Yeah. Cornerback Kyrie Elam. Elam. Or is it Kyle Gordon? I don't know which one they like better, actually. No, we're just going to make a decision here because we're trying to get out. (laughs) <laughs> La da. uh okay so the uh the detroit lions back on the board i can he pick it can he pick it or they trade out because they have no problem going back farther because they have another pick right around the and pick 34 okay we'll go we'll go we'll do one more trade up we're gonna trade up this is where atlanta's gonna go up and get kenny atlanta's not coming up to get one of these quarterbacks they didn't take malik willis don't you dare you will not do this to me you will not give them bum kenny pickett if they did not take malik willis in the top 10 no chance that they waited and passed on justin fields to draft and malik willis to draft kenny pickett absolutely not I could listen to Maddie go on this rant for a long time. Any I really, other team really is fine. Could. I don't even care if it's the Chiefs, anybody but Atlanta after we made them pass on Malik Willis. Um <laughs> well, they're staying then. They can take Kenny Pickett. They can take Kenny Pickett for they all I care. Kenny it's Pickett. just not Atlanta. I got Jared Goff. All right. The Detroit Lions are taking quarterback Kenny Pickett. With the, with you got bullied into that pick. Absolutely <laughs> not allowing it to be the Atlanta Maddie. Falcons. That's uh, make sure if you were watching this, make sure you're checking out uh, the uh, Kingdom Bar and Grill this weekend. You want to come hang out with us? We're going to be breaking down every single pick of the NFL draft. We are live tomorrow. We are live all draft Thursday through Saturday. We can't wait. Thank you all so much for watching. We'll catch you later. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.